Good morning, goddesses. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and this is the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every morning for a 20-minute episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all of the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystals, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, just to name a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to now. Be blessed. Namaste. morning goddesses and gods alike today is january 28th of 2020 and this is the goddess morning show and i am your host shannon our herb for the day comes to us from mindbodygreen.com in an article by krista soriano it says elderberry is the cold and flu fighter elderberry has been linked to antiviral activity for a specific kind of virus that's known to cause runny nose sore throat and cough It's been studied for its antioxidant properties and in a randomized trial helped people recover from the flu four to five days earlier on average. It's been associated with a reduced chance of getting sick while flying in a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study. Okay, in environmental news today, an article in Men's Journal by Michael Charbono states that Vermont is to ban all household food waste from landfills in July of this year. For many people, the biggest concern with food waste is making sure it doesn't stink up the trash, but on a broader scale, tossing your scraps and leftovers into the garbage can have a big drawback. They end up in a landfill where they rot and release methane, a greenhouse gas that's 25 times more powerful than carbon dioxide. This year, Vermont is taking a big step toward reducing those emissions by implementing a law that makes it illegal to throw food products in the trash. The first state in the United States to do so. Instead, residents are encouraged to compost their scraps, and a new study shows that many already are. Moving on to an article in Fox News, and this is not going to be news to the listeners of this podcast, but I put it in here because I was just so shocked, really, and surprised that Fox News actually published this article. And I'm just going to read it to you. And it says, there is a new study published, and it came out on Monday stating that The Earth's ecosystems are under unprecedented threat from a combination of climate change, extreme weather, and human activity. It mapped more than 100 locations where tropical forests and coral reefs have been impacted by climate extremes like hurricanes, floods, and heat waves, as well as droughts and fires. The research gives an overview of how these diverse ecosystems are being affected. And... Like I said, this is not new information to the people that listen to this podcast, but I was just like so surprised to see it in Fox News, to be honest, that I had to include it. 
and an article regarding crystal healing by Nina Khan on Bustle states that there is a crystal facial grid meditation that can be your self-care hack. There is a stress-busting crystal grid for your face that is one piece of fluorite for positivity and clarity of mind, one amethyst stone for peace and relaxation, and two blue lace agate stones for stress relief. The blue lace agate goes on either side of your cheekbones, and the amethyst on your third eye with the fluorite above the amethyst in the middle of your forehead. It says, close your eyes and sit with the stones in place for 10 minutes and allow yourself to align with the soothing and relaxation vibrations of this grid. Be sure to charge them in the sun for a minimum of four hours before using them for any other grid or healing work. Okay. And um, in Fox News, it was reported that Apple CEO Tim Cook, who is reported to have somewhat of a friendly relationship with the President of the United States, he has made his stance known that the U.S. should stay in the Paris Agreement, stating that humanity has never faced a greater or more urgent threat than climate change, and it's one we must face together. And he wrote this all in a tweet. And he's not alone. There is a total of 75 signatures, including Amazon, that signed this petition this past December. And that article was written by Courtney Moore. In Yoga Journal, Amanda Tust wrote on January 24th of this year an article entitled The Science of Compassion. And this is about how compassion improves your health. In fact, it says there's an emerging field of research that looks at how compassion and compassion training, often via meditation or self-affirmation practices, can improve health and strengthen social bonds. By using heart monitors, brain scans, blood tests, and psychological surveys, scientists are getting a window into what really happens in the human body and mind when we acknowledge suffering, our own or someone else's, and approach it in a caring and loving way. Recent studies show that when people are compassionate, especially towards themselves, their heart rate variability, the, the fluctuations in the timing between heartbeats increases, which is linked to an improved ability to self-soothe when you're stressed. <clears throat> and again, I really just include these articles, not because, I mean, it's a good reminder to all of us to think about these things again and reinforce why we do them. A lot of us already know that this is the truth, but I like to include these articles because to some people, this is new information. And now we have the scientific studies to back it up. And I really just want to get the word out if you haven't heard the scientific reasoning behind the reason why we do these things. There is evidence, there is scientific proof that these things do work. Or in the case of climate change, is actually going on. Okay, so um, in another article, um, we have the goddess of the day, Isis, 
and she is an ancient Egyptian goddess associated with the earlier goddess Hathor, who became the most popular and enduring of all Egyptian deities. Her name comes from the Egyptian Eset, which means the seat, which referred to her stability and also the throne of Egypt, as she was considered the mother of every pharaoh through the king's association with Horus, Isis's son. Her name has also been interpreted as queen of the throne, and her original headdress was the empty throne of her murdered husband, Osiris. Her symbols are the scorpion, who kept her safe when she was in hiding, the kite, a kind of falcon whose shape she assumed in bringing her husband back to life, the empty throne, and the sistrum. She is regularly portrayed as the selfless, giving mother, wife, and protectress who places others' interests and well-being ahead of her own. She was also known as Weret Cacao, the great magic for her power, and Mut Netjer, mother of the gods, but was known by many names depending on which role she was fulfilling at the moment. As the goddess who brought the yearly inundation of the Nile, which fertilized the land. She was Sati, for example, and as the goddess who created and preserved life, she was Anket, and so on. In time, she became so popular that all gods were considered mere aspects of Isis, and she was the only Egyptian deity worshipped by everyone in the country. She and her husband and son replaced the Theban triad of Amon, Mut, and Kuntz, who have been the most popular trinity of gods in Egypt. Osiris, Iris, Isis, and Horus are referred to as the Abydos Triad. Her cult began in the Nile Delta, and her most important sanctuary was there at the shrine of Bebiet el-Hagar, but worship of Isis eventually spread to all parts of Egypt. Both men and women served Isis's clergy, and no doubt rituals concerning her worship were conducted along the lines of other deities. A temple was built as her earthly home, which housed her statue, and this image was reverently cared for by the priests and priestesses. The people of Egypt were encouraged to visit the temple to leave offerings and make supplications, but no one except the high priest or priestess was allowed into the sanctuary where the statue of the goddess resided. Okay, and another medicinal herb that I wanted to cover today comes to us from proflowers.com and it's catnip. Catnip, which is Nepeta cataria, is a fun plant for cats. Most cats are attracted to the plant and will roll around near it since its aroma acts as a stimulant. These medicinal plants also act as a sedative for cats if consumed. For humans, on the other hand, it is normally used as a stress reliever, sleep aid, and a solution for skin issues. The majority of its health benefits come from the presence of nepotalactone, thymol, and other compounds that make this plant great for you and your furry friend. Its health benefits include repelling bugs and relieving irritation from bug bites, calms restlessness, anxiety, and stress, relieves stomach discomfort, and accelerates recovery from colds and fevers. Common uses are to brew the leaves for a tea or the dry leaves and burn to release aroma 
or apply essential oils or leaves topically. Okay, our planetarium moon positions for today are Sun in Aquarius, Moon in Pisces, Mercury in Aquarius, Venus in Pisces, Mars in Sagittarius, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, and Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. Okay, from the Art of Simple, we have 40 ways to go greener at home besides just recycling. And it says being eco-wise is about celebrating creation, being good stewards with what we're given, and passing on those values to the next generation. The thing I love most about practicing good green habits, 9 times out of 10, they're also the more frugal option. Being environmentally friendly is also good economics in our home and budget and with the earth. There are a lot of little things we can do in our homes to play our small part in reducing landfill waste, cleaning the air, and preserving the natural landscape. But we double our efforts when we get our kids involved, helping them understand the why to our what. When they get it, it'll be second nature when they're adults and that much easier to pass it down to their children. Here are some small, easy, green choices we can make in our homes Choose three that you're not all doing and already doing and make them a habit and include your kids. So the first recommendation is to plant a simple backyard garden. It's good to remember where our food originates and it doesn't have to be huge or complicated. Number two, switch your light bulbs to energy efficient types. Number three, create a homemade compost bin for $15 and I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And number four, when it's time, replace appliances with energy-efficient models looking for the Energy Star label. Number five, stop using disposable bags. Get some reusable bags or make your own. Number six is buy an inexpensive reusable water bottle and stop buying plastic disposable bottles. And number seven is wash laundry in cold water instead of hot. Number eight, turn off lights when you're not in the room. Number nine, don't turn on lights at all for as long as you can. Open your curtains and use natural light. Number 10 is drive the speed limit and combine as many errands as you can in one trip. Number 11, even better, walk or ride a bike for errands two miles or closer. Number 12, support your local economy and shop at your farmer's market. Number 13, find or start a food swap in your area. With and number 14 is research whether you can sign up for a local renewable energy from your utility company. Number 15, pay your bills online. Not only is it greener, it's a sanity saver. Number 16, put a stop to unsolicited mail. Sign up to opt out of pre-screened credit card offers while you're at it. If you're in the U.S., go ahead and make sure you're not on the you're on the do not call list just to make life better. Number 17, reuse scrap paper. Print on two sides or let your kids color on the back of used paper. 18, conduct your own home energy audit. Number 19, read good natural living blogs. And they recommend you go, you grow girl, zero waste home, the good trade, and the sustainable edit. Number 20, 
Before buying anything new, first check your local Craigslist, FreeCycle, or buy nothing groups. Number 21, support local restaurants that use food derived less than 100 miles away and learn more about the benefits of eating locally. Number 22, fix leaky faucets. 23, make your own household cleaners. That's one of my absolute favorite things to do is to make my bath products and my household cleaners. And I mean, honestly, there's not much you can't clean with just hot water or baking soda and water or apple cider vinegar. I love to use colloidal silver also to clean. Number 24, line dry your laundry. Number 25, watch short movies from the story of stuff. Number 26, regularly learn about other countries or cultures, expanding your knowledge and worldview. Number 28, lower the temperature on your hot water heater. Number 29, unplug unused chargers and appliances. Number 30, repurpose your kids' artwork. 31, collect rainwater and use it to water your houseplants and garden. Number 32, switch to cloth diapers, or at least combine with disposables. And I did that and loved it. I think the, the cloth diapers that I use was called little bums or baby bums. And uh, my daughter and I were just talking about that the other day because she's going to be having a baby in July. I'm going to be a grandmother. And um, I was encouraging her to use cloth diapers and make her own baby wipes at home. I did that also when I had my kids. Number 33, switch to shade grown coffee with the fair trade label. 34, use a menstrual cup for your monthly cycles. And she says she's used one for well over a decade now and doesn't plan on stopping. And I also love that and have known many women that use them. I can't remember the name of the one that I used to use, but they were, I think it was called Instead. Maybe. Oh gosh, I can't remember. But anyway, um, it was absolutely wonderful. And then number 35, use cloth instead of paper to clean your kitchen. Repurpose old towels and t-shirts and cut them into small cleaning cloths. Number 36, use cloth napkins instead of paper. Number 37, read books like Animal, Vegetable, Miracle, Food Rules, and The Backyard Homestead and be inspired. Number 38, repurpose glass jars as leftover containers and bulk storage especially for the kitchen. And I love that like all my um, marinara sauce jars that I get at the store, I always, you know, use them to like store my herbs in or um, craft supplies or, you know, even to make things in the kitchen and store them in the refrigerator, you know, rather than buying Tupperware, I'll just use jars and it's great. It's also like really, really clean because it's glass. And um, number 39 is, uh, oh no, I already read that one. Sorry. Oh no, 39 is watch documentaries about the food industry and environment. A few good ones are Food Inc., Our Planet, Before the Flood, and The True Cost. And number 40, donate to and shop at thrift stores. You'll be recycling perfectly usable items. You'll be supporting your local economy and you'll be saving money. 
And my daughter and I totally love Goodwill stores. We go thrift shopping all the time. And I mean, it's amazing the deals that you can find just by shopping um, thrift shops. When I was in the military, they actually had thrift shops overseas while I was in Germany that were on the military posts. And that's, I was like 20 years old. And I, that's when I really got into it because, you know, when you leave country, when you leave Germany, like you don't want to take a whole bunch of stuff back with you to the States. You want to like downsize before you pack out to move back. So, and then there's a lot of like German things that, you know, run on different, um, electrical, wattage that you don't want to bring back or that you need over there that you don't need back here. And so um, the Americans would just, a lot of the soldiers would just donate them to the thrift shop before they left and you could get the most amazing deals. And one thing that I really like, I don't really care a lot for Facebook except for like their groups and events and the marketplace because it seems like, I don't know if anybody else has really noticed this lately, but it seems like Craigslist is really kind of dying out and Facebook Marketplace is taking its place. But um, that could just be my perception. I don't know, but I think face I think Craigslist may have started charging to list things because I remember going on it not too long ago and it asking me for a fee, whereas Facebook Marketplace is free. So I do hate that Facebook is growing and Craigslist is getting smaller, but uh, I'm all about those free, free websites. So anyway, I really, truly thank you for joining me today. Please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to now and do have a blessed day and join us again tomorrow. And um, thank you for tuning in. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted custom blended organic non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.